Welcome to the Janine Boland Show, where we share tips from around the globe as we guide practical people with their finances using money tips, increase their incomes through side businesses, and maintain their sanity by staying in their creative zone. Hi, this is Janine, and welcome to the show where we share tips from around the globe as we guide practical people, not only with their finances using money tips, but also increasing their incomes through side businesses and maintaining their sanity while they're in their creative zone. As you know, the Janine Boland Show used to be four different podcasts. It was the three-minute money tip, the writer's hour, creative conversations, the thriving solopreneur, and the Practical Mystic Show, which we have been running since 2017. We cobbled together all of those podcasts into one big podcast, and we like helping people with money, their knowledge, saving time, and dealing with their sanity. Today, we have with us Kathy McGranahan as a holistic energy practitioner. She utilizes energy modalities to provide her clients with a unique and individualized experience. She uses her gifts to enable you to bring your unconscious mind forward. Through these techniques, she guides you to turn your keys of wisdom. You are empowered to ignite your vision to your dream, to change, and to create the life that you wish. Kathy's knowledge comes from cultural and soul remembrance as she heals her personal traumas. Another level of ability comes forth. Her clients find her insight to be soulifying and fulfilling. She is certified in UC and medical Reiki and has access consciousness. She also provides insight with ancestral languages, gazing sound, and crystal energy. Her death doula experiences offers families and the loved ones transitioning some deep closure. And as a shamanistic spiritual practitioner, she invokes the soul. She offers individual and group classes and learning about Reiki, intuition, mediumship, and crystal energy. These opportunities provide time for personal insight and support. Also, did I mention she happens to be a minister and she offers customized weddings, blessings, and ceremonies for life transitions. Thank you so much for being with us on the show today, Kathy. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so one of the fun things that you may not know is I have also been through shamanistic training myself and have been uh, struck by lightning. Therefore, I'm with what they call the Heoka clan. And Kathy and I met at a spiritual retreat of all things out in the middle of Nowhereville, uh, Indiana. Like you have to drive hours and hours out into farmland and you go to Anderson and there's this spiritualist camp. And I was there helping some Native American work that needed to be done. And then Kathy shows up and she has her shamanistic practices and we both looked at each other and we just started working together so kathy i can't tell you how fun it is now to be online with you it's it's um it's a treat that's for sure (laughs) so across the miles across the miles here we are and so one of the things that i really wanted to start going into is talk to us a little bit about what reiki is because there are many people out there that talk about reiki but what does it mean to you and with the way that you use it in your practice so for me, Reiki, um, I started with the traditional Yusui Reiki. And interestingly enough, my teacher, who I found through synchronicities, um, she taught traditional Yusui Reiki. And um, after that attunement for me, she, she basically meditates on every single client she has to check in to see how 
quickly they can go through it or how much time they really need. And I was done with all three of my attunements in three months. She basically explained that with them, she's like, you've done it so many times before that it's okay. And to go ahead and just be done really quickly with, with your attunements. And for me, once I allowed that energy to enter me, I was able to heal my traumas on a, on a whole different level. But I discovered through another energy peep after I explain what I see when I do my Reiki is I've actually been tuning into the fifth dimensional energy since like 2012, not knowing that's what I was doing. It's kind of cool. Sometimes after you do modality, you figure out what you've done by talking to somebody or reading a book because you're guided by spirit. But I basically see the symbols and crystals and energy and colors separate from the actual traditional symbols that actually come from the tradition of the Japanese culture. So, yeah. And that's one of the things a lot of people don't know is that Reiki is actually a Japanese natural healing system. And it really means universal life or energy. And Kathy is very good about making sure that people understand where these modalities that she's using comes from. She's done the study. She's done the work. So you were talking about UC Reiki. And now you've moved into this kind of your own customized brand of medical Reiki. So talk to us a little bit how you moved into that system. So medical Reiki actually is, is started by a woman in New York, and I, I apologize, I'm not remembering her name right now, but she actually was given a mission by the angels to start bringing Reiki into the mainstream, into, the, into doctor's office and hospitals and surgeons, and basically she um, wrote her book and then started teaching, and um, her basis is in New York, and she started back in when the 9-11 stuff was occurring, and Medical Reiki, the visions and information she got has added to the base of the Yusui Reiki. It's the base of the Yusui Reiki, but it adds more dimensions of the angel work and specific guides for the medical, for medical issues that people have. So there's like Reiki drips and special Reiki guides that you personally get when you do the journey work with these, um, when you tune into the medical Reiki energies, which are, which are the same concept, universal energy, but just craft a little bit to cater to specifically medical needs that my, people might have. So when you talk about chatting with angels, this is like literally chatting with what Christians and Judeo-Christians Judeo may call like those sorts of angels. I mean, is that what we're talking about here? Yes. Thank Yeah. I pre appreciate the clarification. Yes. Angels. Um, because I was raised Catholic, so angels for me are pretty normal. So, And yeah. you and I are both recovering Catholics, and yes. so we both understand that there's a hierarchy when it comes to the angelic realms yes. and that we are, we are very familiar with. But not, not everybody goes into that depth, but just wanted to let you know that it's more of a Christian motif that comes into that Japanese uh, Reiki when you start blending of traditions. And I just wanted to alert people that, you have very purists who believe you don't you don't blend, but it's very difficult for a shaman or a mystic like Kathy, especially at her level of caliber where she can help heal people. Uh, she basically helps those people heal themselves, uh, but it you kind of have to blend because of your own uh, personal experiences. So talk to us a little bit about what got you started. Okay, here you are doing 
you see Reiki and then you move into medical Reiki and then all of a sudden you got the shamanistic thing popping up. So define for us healer versus mystic versus shaman, because that's kind of that path that you were on. Interesting combination. Healer to me is someone who channels the energy for the person who is actually open to receiving it. The shamanistic part is tapping into the realms of the animal kingdom and the earth and the plants and the cardinal directions to tap into the energies of the earth elements to bring those in, as well as Native American ancestral lineage that um, can help who are on your ancestors that are on the other side, who are part of your soul lineage that can be part of your healing process. And the um, other one, a mystic, interesting, a mystic to me is someone who's more of the combination of, of what all those can be and and be for me combining all of those together in the right moment for that particular person because they're mystical about it that's my interpretation well and that and that's one of the things that you and i are very much in agreement on is that a mystic is a very individualized experience whereas if you have a spirituality or a religion, that's a, an agreement by a huge group of people, like 20 or more are in agreement on a certain ceremony or something like that. But a mystic has very individualized, very specific experiences of their own that lead them back to source. So thank you so much for clarifying uh, sure. that on us. I really appreciate that. Sure. So with your own journey, though, you started off as a healer. And then you moved into the, you started having these very customized individual experiences just for you. And then you were called out literally to start the shamanistic work, which most people see as almost Native American. But what I learned from having traveled the world is that shamanism is all over the planet. It's a, it's a very specific way of looking at how to help a community, right? And how to help an individual. So how did you move out of where you were into shamanism for me there's a couple of things that happened um one which was fascinating well they're all fascinating as i actually picked a crystal before i was open to crystal stuff i was at a jewelry show thinking this is cool anyway turns out it was a piece of apophyllite and i went to this native american mound in columbus ohio and i'm sitting there on the mound holding this crystal, looking at the pretty stars, going, oh, what a nice night. It's summertime. And next thing you know, I'm chanting something in some language out loud and rocking back and forth and tears are coming out of my right eye. And I was quite frightened by the whole experience. I forced myself to stop doing what I was doing and was like, what was that? And a couple months later through my spirit peeps, I went to an energy show, discovered through another Native American gentleman and his lovely dancing and singing that none of the things I heard were anything he was saying. And he's like, well, how do you know? And I'm like, I don't. And he's like, well, what does that sound like? I said, I don't know. And he's like, well, how many words? And I said, six. And in my mind, I'm like, how did I know it's the six words? Anyway, he ended up showing me the, the Cherokee welcome song 
my, my great grandmother was Cherokee. And since then, different languages have come through me that I speak. I'm fully in my body. I'm not in a trance state. I'm fully on both realms. And my guidance on it, which has been soulfully healing, is that it's languages I've spoken before. And then I'm also channeling the energies of your soul lineage to help you in your earthly healing of your soul. And for me, the soul work is where it makes me happy because we all have exit points and we're going to leave the earth, decide to stay or go and do our, our soul earth mission. And that's mine is helping people with their soul work because that's why I chose to stay. When I found out I was going to leave on a conscious level back in what, 2014, the other times I left, but I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so this time I'm like, oh, stay or go. And I decided to stay and, 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 and full, full fledged, both boots on the ground do what I came here to do help you with their soul work. So. so some people are still very much like, Hey, I'm just trying to get healthy at a physical level. And what we're talking about is like, yeah, you have a physical body, you have an emotional body, you have a mental body, and then you have the spiritual body. So do you want to talk to us about what you see as far as how people bring disease in to their bodies? Because you can help people stop disease at a very high level before it even gets into the mental and emotional bodies. Yes. When there's an issue that we have, that's on a soul level that we, for grief, for example, I came into this earth plane with grief in my lungs as asthma. And when I choose to heal that asthma, I've dealt with the grief that I came into the earth plane with. Um, Cancer, for example, is one that some people repeat more than once on this earth plane in different forms. Well, grief from asthma through your lungs is different from cancer. We bring something different to learn a lesson. Once we've learned that lesson or, or dealt with that, we can allow it to go. In the meantime, the disease is, is taking us on a journey for us to discover something. We either discover it and move through it and heal it and, 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 our soul is stronger for it, or we choose to, to have that healing and that soul lesson through healing and leaving the earth plane. So for me, the difference is helping you go to the core issue of why you created it. And if this is the timing and the place for you to start in little baby steps to heal that issue and where it came from and collect the soul pieces um, that were part of creating that. So what are the types of people that come to you for healing? What are some examples that you can share with us? Um, people come when they're lost. As when they're in a place of like in between a transitional, like a transitional duel. I help you between, between whether you've had a recent physical loss, emotional loss, a work loss. Or if you're transitioning from certain decades in your lifetime or healing from a disease and then you don't know what's next, I help you pull together the parts and pieces for you to figure out what makes you excited about being here on the earth plane. But I never tell you what to do. I'll never tell anybody what to do. You have to experience it and see what brings your soul joy. That's kind of the rub, isn't it? So it's um we all came to this planet to have some fun 
and at the same time to express our joy. And some people forget totally about that. So would you consider yourself a medium or do you have a different way of expressing what you do? I do mediumship work. Yes, I can do that as well. Uh, mediums talk to uh, people who are on the other side and who have transitioned and um, they come through and I help people talk to them and or learn how to do it yourself so that you can communicate with the other side. But I also channel information of people and energies that are also on the other side. There's a lot of definitions out there. Um, but yes, I, I would, I am a medium. Right. No, yeah. it's, it's one of those things. It used to be very succinct, right? Back in right. the early 1900s, you had spiritualists who were people who believed in the, in the energetic abilities to transmit information back and forth between those who had died and those who were still in body. But then as we've gotten better and better as a culture and as a society, where we start to realize there really isn't any such thing as, as death, that there is a progression of the soul. And as that understanding becomes more and more available to people in their intuition, as they understand what this planetary experience is all about, uh, that's where lines start getting blurred to channel, to be a medium. Um, uh, it used to be mediums just spoke to dead people. That was it, period, case right. closed, right? Yes. And that channelers could be people who got access uh, the astral plane to bring in additional information that maybe you needed to help you with your life, what have you. And then, of course, there were quite a few tricksters during that period of time. Yes. And they would do a lot of stuff to go into trance and and now it's much different. Now we have millions upon millions of people meditating on this planet who are learning how to tap into their own resources, their own source. And, and they need people like Kathy, uh, shamans who are used to doing this kind of thing to kind of decipher uh, what, what on earth's happening to me. So if you don't mind sharing with us, a, it can be a case study or it can be your own experience where somebody has come to you or you had an experience where you were just like, okay, I have no idea what's going on. You shared with us when you were all of a sudden you were singing and you were singing the Cherokee welcome song. And you're like, Holy crow. I was just sitting on this mound with a crystal. Didn't know this could happen, but what are some other things that you've helped decipher either for yourself or for some of your clients? Deciphering. That's a good start because being able to decipher the information that's coming through and discern is key. And that's by practice, discerning what's, what's good for you and what you needed to learn from it. And, and if it's an ouch and you learn, but you also still learn from it and then you don't, you either repeat it because you need another level of that information or you don't. But for a practical purpose on discernment and an, oh my, would be my, okay, so. All right. So it was my friend, Lauren. She's on the other side now. I was straightening up my healing room before we, we jumped on here. And I found this container that was from her. And basically I was, I was like listening to my intuition thinking I, I'm not hearing her, but she was calling to me. She's on this plane. She was on her second round of cancer and um, she was healing. She was fine. But turns out um, she was on the edge deciding what to do. And I drove 12 hours, got on the schedule to visit with her. 
I showed up at the door and she says, about time you got here. And I started crying. <laughs> Four hours later, we were playing and having a blast. And um, and then when smoked her peace pipe and she checked herself into hospice and transitioned. And, and I was awestruck by this experience because then I knew she transitioned because I saw this little, I didn't know it was her at the time. So this little green light on the porch eating my breakfast. I'm like, hey, they are so happy. Oh my goodness. How much joy could you possibly have? They're dancing and they're happy. Who's this green light? I'm like, who's this green light? Some white and green. I'm like, oh, I wonder who that is. And then they showed me an orange light with some green, like a tie dye. I'm like, orange, green, orange. Oh, that's Lauren. I gave her a green scarf when I was there. And I was wearing my orange scarf when I was there. So that was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I know for some people, they may not believe in any of this and that's fine. That's not, that's not your life path. And that may not be anything you need to care about. However, when you are like Kathy and I, and you have had people in your life die very early on, the people that you cared about, uh, Kathy and I started seeking very quickly, like, what is this life all about? Because because of the intensity of the experiences, in my case, it was my mother, Kathy, in your case, who was it that passed that was so dear? It, my partner of 15 years, and then my mom 11 months to the day later. You're right. It was in a short period of time, you had two yes. deaths. And it's like, when you have those very deep connections with people, and they pass, and then you start having experiences, because you're seeing them, or you're hearing them, or you're smelling their cologne or something, this it becomes so intense and so frequent, you just can't blow it off, you have to go seeking. And so then as the more you seek, the more you heal yourself, then people start calling you a shaman, because those gifts are now online and operating very well. And you're helping other people understand what's going on with their family members that have died and crossed over and there's actually no such thing as death but you know we call yes. it that here on planet earth <laughs> you know, right. we say, gotta, we say somebody has died right yeah. you know yeah. but in actuality like you said they're in a state of extreme joy yes they're in a state of extreme joy and and over and over no matter how many times somebody has come to me and said hey janine can you check in with my uncle charlie or my aunt rosie or you know whoever it is how are they doing it's like you almost start giggling and you're laughing and you, and you don't mean to minimize the pain or of separation that the person is having but it's like but that's where they are you know they're like happy they're doing well they had their time on planet and now they're off that ride of riding around on this rock that goes around the sun. So talk to us a little bit about when somebody comes to you, Kathy, and, and, and they're asking for help, whether it's physical healing, emotional trauma healing, um, or they, they want to talk to great Aunt Rosie or you know whatever, what happens to a person after they experience a session with you? Ah, uh, yes, after a session. Sometimes I never see the people or they're in another country. And um, this one woman, she wanted some insight. I still remember her. I remember her face because she came back again. And turns out she, went, she, she confided in me that she really wanted to know what was wrong with her medically. She never told me that when we were here. She just wanted to be open to what she was supposed to receive. So when she got home, she was getting the mail the next day and she fell at the mailbox. And they couldn't figure out what's wrong with her. And so they had all this testing and turns out she had a very rare form of blood cancer. 
18 months later, she was back for another round of, okay, what's next? So it's really, you get a chance to discover what your soul wants and seeks based on what we channel for you, the tools that come through for you, the information that comes through, you get to create what gives you joy and, and go through the things that need to be sifted through in order for that joy to come. And I am just a catalyst to bring those energies through for you, the tools that you need on this earth plane to figure those out. And a lot of people take this as very serious work, right? And you and I are constantly having to remind people, look, nothing serious is really going on here on planet earth because this is just a creation. This is just a stage play for us, right? So how do you, how do you kind of ease people into that understanding of this is supposed to be a place of, of joy and happiness, not, not what you see around you. Well, I laugh a lot and people find it interesting because they think it's not funny, but it really is, but it isn't at the same time. <laughs> not funny, but it is funny. It's like, ouch. Yeah, it hurt, but you did it. Right. So it's like, why did I create that ouch? And it's just like, of all the things that are here on this earth plane, part of remembering is trying to bring some of that creative joy back into our soul. And then once we start creating, more joy can come. And it's just like, yes, this is really difficult. But once you have the tools to get through that difficult, look how much fun you can have. And that is, uh, that's one of the things a lot of people want to shy away from. And that is that we are responsible for everything that comes into our, our world that we picked it for some reason. And that can be very difficult for people who have gone through a lot of trauma, whatever that is for that individual, such as why on earth would I had an abusive dad, you know, and it's like, well, how do you take the worst thing that's ever happened to you? And what did you learn from it? Or what did you get out of that? And sometimes people that have had tremendous abuse have had, have said to me, I'm a lot more compassionate than I think I could have ever been because of what I've been through. And when you start focusing on that, it's amazing how then you start taking responsibility for the things that are coming at you. And you're like, huh, how can I, how can I make this better? How can I change this? How can I prove this? But that's quite the step, right? Because we're not taught that. So how do you help your, your people take responsibility for their lives? Because the doesn't teach that that's the realm of the, mystics and shamans, right? Right. If I personally didn't have the traumas that my body has experienced, I wouldn't have these gifts. I wouldn't have this deep understanding and I wouldn't have the joy and excitement of sharing, of sharing this because I learned quite a bit and some understandings that I would not have had if I, if I didn't experience these traumas. And until I experience these traumas, I, I can't help somebody else. And once I go through a new trauma or have a new trauma, yay. <laughs> so <laughs> then somebody else finds me who's had that one. And I don't even tell anybody, you mm -hmm. know, because when you, when you break it down, kind of like, um, like a recipe, when I love to bake, it's like, okay, this happened. Interesting. What was happening? And so I kind of write some things out about what happened around it. Light a candle, maybe, or some music, eat some chocolate. I go, Hmm, I wonder how. I can see this from a different perspective after I've, I've gone through my grieving process of what my body experienced and then use the tools that I know now 
about clearing the cell of your memory of what that trauma held in my body. And once I'm able to release it, I can bring other energies in to fill it up. And then from that, move, move forward into something new. And that kind of brings us to, to kind of our final question. And I know you have things you have to get going on with, but that is, what is it about like what you do shamanistically, your shamanistic gifts that you share in a session that are totally different from your energy sessions? Because you were clear on that you have these two different modalities. So in the shamanic one, we're working with your soul, why your soul wants to be here, what your soul needs to heal what soul pieces we can bring back from a trauma that they ran away because it's, it was very difficult. And that piece is floating around wanting to come back with you, your ancestors who want to help you communicate with them and the animals and the direct the elements that are all here to help us. I resonate with that. And in such a deep way, especially with the, the vibration that comes through when I speak these languages, because I, do not have any conscious knowledge of the words. I feel what they feel like, kind of what they feel through me, but the person who I'm with has such a deep, profound, physical connection to what I say with tears and, and crying, tears, crying, laughing, just they felt it. And sometimes they understand on a soul level what I said at that moment. Sometimes they don't. They come back later. But to be able to touch the soul with like a feather and help it to to have that joy and bring that spark, there's nothing like it. And so if you ever would like to have a session with Kathy or you just kind of want to check out and see what sorts of things she has going on. She's on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook as Kathy McGranahan. Uh, do you have a website that people can go to, Kathy? Yeah, it's diventurein.com. And how can people get a hold of you? What's the easiest way? Diventurein at gmail.com. <laughs> and, and I came up, and, and so I have to tell you quickly how this word diventurein came to me. I was driving around with my friend Betty in Hawaii and we were kind of lost or it was in Arizona. We're kind of lost, but not really. And I said, well, we're diventuring. And she said, what did you say? And I said, I don't know what I said. And it was gone. That was October. And then the following February, we were in Hawaii and I said it again. I said, I need to write that down. What did I say? And there you go. Diventure in, like diventure inside to see what's there. Go in. It's all in there. All the answers are there waiting to be opened like a present. Yes. And they can give you much better insight when you bring it out of your own heart, rather than listening to other people, you will learn then what your soul purpose is and what brings you great joy. So Kathy, thank you so much for the work you've done. And thank you for being with us today on the show. I really appreciate the time and it's an honor. Anyway, that is Kathy McGranahan, who will be glad to help you with anything shamanistic, and she is a spiritual and energy practitioner. I want to say thank you for listening to the Janine Boland Show today. We are here every week bringing you quality conversations on money, business, creativity, and keeping your sanity. Be sure to subscribe to our show and get the notes at the JanineBolandShow.com, where you'll find additional resources as well as an opportunity to sign up to receive our program in the email once a week. The Janine Boland Show is sponsored by The Eight Gates, a company dedicated to the financial stability of families by using the 60-40 principle. 
be sure to visit our sponsor at the8gates.com. Thank you for listening to the Janine Boland Show. Be sure to subscribe to our show notes by going to the JanineBolinShow.com where you'll find additional resources as well as the opportunity to sign up to receive our program in your email each week. Be sure to visit our sponsor at the8gates.com.